No Disclosure is overjoyed to say that we are sponsored by DistroKid. If you are an independent musician who wants to get their music out there on every streaming platform imaginable, this is the place to go. I'm picky with sponsors. I would only allow one to be a part of this only if I myself use the product and I've released all of my solo albums as well as singles through DistroKid. Only 20 bucks a year, unlimited uploads, and you keep 100% of your royalties. That is madness. <laughs> I can tell you from personal experience and being a musician for a very long time, record labels do not work that way. As a matter of fact, DistroKid has made history by doing so, marking the first time ever that an artist high on the charts made 100% of their earnings. You're not alone in this. Major record labels are now looking to DistroKid for new talent. My albums are worldwide. Yours should be too. By going to the link in the description of this episode, you get 7% off the first year of an already insane, measly 20 bucks a year to upload unlimited music that you have created and want to share with the world. By going to the link I am providing in this episode's description, you support No Disclosure, you save some money off the first year. Did I mention it's only 20 bucks a freaking year? And you get your music heard, which in the end is the most important thing. From SCI Doc. What the fuck is an SCI Doc? What is that? Anyway, this has been everywhere online, so this is the one I chose, I guess. Ohio man's tongue turns green and hairy after years of smoking cigarettes. I'm not smoking anymore. Following the consumption of cigarettes, that is horrible. It looks like he's turning into Swamp Thing. I'm not shitting you. Following the consumption of cigarettes, an individual from Ohio reportedly encountered a peculiar reaction resulting in the discoloration and hairiness of his tongue, a condition commonly known as hairy tongue. Really? Really? A whole, a whole room full of biologists, scientists, doctors, whoever came up with this, and that's what you choose? Hairy tongue. Okay, it was a slow day, wasn't it? In a recent study published by the New England Journal of Medicine, it was the, the documented... <laughs> that a man from Ohio experienced an unusual reaction after smoking cigarettes and taking antibiotics at the same time. Well, there you go. This led to the green discoloration and hair... Like, I say, I say it like I know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> discoloration and hair-like appearance of his tongue. Oh, my God, that's gross. Ooh. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh. You do look like you're turning into Swamp Thing. Oh, Jesus. The pace... I was going to make a... You know, bush licking a bush joke. It was like my friend Matt one time. Not the Matt that most of you know. Talking about another Matt, okay? So don't call him up and be like, I heard this, I'm going to get an earful. But I had another friend named Matt. He always said he wanted to get a foot tattooed on his tongue. And I asked him why. He said, so I can lick it and kick it at the same time. Oh, oh witty and charming, sir. Let's get back to this asshole. The patient, 64-year-old smoker. Oh, God. Sought medical assistance a few weeks after noticing the change in color and the growth of fur on his tongue. That, I don't care how addicted you are, because I'm pretty fucking addicted to nicotine. I have a lot of trouble quitting smoking cigarettes. If my tongue sprouts hair, I would probably quit. I don't have that big of a fucking problem. Condition called hairy tongue. Very creative. Which occurs 
when the filiform papillae, the taste buds, you know? Yeah. See, they came up with a clever name for that. They didn't just call them tonguey bumps. Was it bring your kid to work day or something? Harry Tug. Dad, can we call it that? You, Yep, you bet, Jimmy. <laughs> You're doing a good job. Well, no, the real scientists were there when they named taste buds. They're actually called papillae, okay? They enlarge and become discolored due to a buildup of bacteria and debris. This guy, ugh, that makes me not want to smoke anymore. I know it's a rare condition, but uh, yeah, that, that's my brand of luck right there. Welcome to No Disclosure. This podcast is brought to you by Spotify, Prevail Guitar Works, and DistroKid as Wasabi goes fucking ape shit out there. <coughs> you hear him? I don't know how many of you out there have cats. Do they do that thing with you two? They want out so bad. And then you let them out. And they're like, what the fuck you doing? What the fuck you doing? Meow, meow. What the fuck you doing? Let me in. Let me in. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I don't get it. You wanted out in the fucking first place. And now you're freaking out. Doing his best Meryl Streep fucking impression out there. Well, where's I at? This podcast is where we go on the news. See what's happening in the world. And based like fine expensive turkeys and the sheer audacity and craziness that is our news media. So let's check it out. The human race better not disappoint today, damn it. This is from WSOCTV. What? WSOCTV.com. <laughs> <sighs> Tractor trailer flips, spilling a load of chicken poop onto the ramp to I-85. And it's fucking glorious. Looks like it was painted. Tractor trailer flipped on a ramp to Interstate 85, spilling a load of chicken poo and shutting the whole fucking ramp down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this podcast has devolved into. Have you noticed that almost every episode we're talking about some truck spilling poo somewhere? And I fucking love it. Chopper 9 Sky Zoom flew over the truck around 5.30 p.m. Friday, flipped on the ramp from Highway 321 to I-85 in Gaston County. No one spills chicken shit like Gaston. No one cleans it like Gaston. No one flies a fucking helicopter and takes pictures of it like Gaston. I'm especially good at masturbating. Disney, that's mine. Don't fucking steal that. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Sorry, I, I saw Gaston, all right? Nobody does shit like him. This is definitely a first on the spill list. Probably a first time this phrase has ever been uttered on TV. Powdered chicken poop. Absolutely everywhere. Uh, that could not have smelled good. It's been hot lately. That's a that is an ass load of shit. Wow. What do you use chicken poop for anyway? I gotta look this up. I'm gonna guess fertilizer. Uh what people use chicken poo for. Yes, I said poo. Uh good soil amendment chicken manure adds organic matter and increases the water-holding capacity of beneficial biota in soil. Good fertilizer, chicken manure produces nit uh, provides nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium to your plants. More, actually, than horse, cow, or steer manure. So chicken manure is pretty sought after. You know what it also adds to the soil? Chicken poo smell. Added side effect. This is from NPR. Roller coaster riders were trapped upside down for hours after a mechanical failure. This is fucking terrifying. I saw this a couple weeks ago, but I just had more of kind of Florida man shit going on. But I'll talk about it this week. A summer amusement turned into a serious fucking nightmare on Sunday after a roller coaster malfunctioned in mid fucking air, trapping eight passengers upside down 
for hours. The oscillating fireball was just sliding down from its vertical loop at the Forest County Festival in Crandon, Wisconsin, when it stopped unexpectedly because of a mechanical failure, according to a joint press release from the local fire department and rescue squad. You you couldn't get it down? There was no way you could fucking do it? Really? You just... I'm just having a problem with that. There was no way you could get those people from that position? That took hours? Really? I mean, emergency crews were there within 15 minutes. But they had to request special equipment. What, like a ladder? Yeah, I'm serious. A ladder. Yeah, that's considered special equipment, I guess. Three ladder trucks from nearby towns to complete the rescue. Wow. One truck with the capability of rising over 100 feet took approximately 45 minutes to fucking arrive. An off-duty firefighter with specialized rope rescue training happened to be at the festival at the time. Huh? Yeah. He was uh, advised local crews on possible options, like getting them the fuck out of there, like right now. But I can understand. You don't want to unduly risk, you know, them by using, you know, just (laughs) fucking shit laying around. But you don't want them to hang upside down for hours either. (laughs) Due to the release mechanism of safety equipment on individual cars. This is the thing, though. All individuals in a car needed to be properly secured prior to release of safety equipment. What? The fire department said this. Wait a second. Due to the release mechanism of safety equipment on individual cars, all individuals in a car need to be properly secured prior to release of the equipment. Is that another word to say, uh, hey, there's a stupid rule and we can't just get them out of there? (laughs) There's a state statute that says they have to... Okay, wait. So what they're saying is the people have to be secured to get them unsecured from the ride. What are you going to do? Take him out and trap him in another ride and then save him from that one? See, the complexity of the operation meant that the first of the passengers was not safely back on solid ground until 3.20 p.m., two hours after the ride had gotten stuck. Could you fucking imagine being that high up in the air, hanging there for two hours, blood rushing to your head, dick all shriveled up? Could you imagine that shit? Oh, my God. Listening to people grinding on metal, pounding on shit, and you're already upside down. My God. They were offered treatment by teams from a total of nine ambulances. One patient was transported to a nearby hopsicle. The cause of the ride's mechanical failure is still unclear. Operator told local rescue crews that the ride had been inspected on-site by state authorities in a standard safety procedure. Well, they didn't do it worth a shit, did they? Uh. Something was amiss. Wow. Hanging upside down that long, that is, that's pretty fucking wild. Yeah, I'm glad everybody's alive, you know what I mean? Could have been way worse. This is from thestraitstimes.com. I was lonely. Japan arrest a woman for allegedly making over 2,700 false emergency calls. If you're fucking lonely, why don't you go to church or something? Join a fucking group, you know what I mean? You're going to call emergency services because you're lonely? That's like the shit that Americans do. You're Japan. You need to have a little bit more class than this. I thought you did. Chiba, a woman in Japan was arrested on Thursday. Wow. Did you give her a fucking, like, mental evaluation? For allegedly making 2,761 unnecessary emergency calls over a period of about two years and nine months. That's still a lot. (laughs) I don't care how long it was. I think I've called emergency services 
like not that many in my life. Yeah, if that's I don't think I've ever called anybody that much. I don't think I've called my fucking mom 2700 times in my life. Damn. Hagatami. Hiro, Hiroko Hatagami. Hiroko Hatagami. I can do this. Hatagami is accused of repeatedly making emergency calls from her home and neighborhood. 51-year-old suspect has reportedly admitted to allegations and was quoted by telling investigators, listen to this, I was lonely and wanted someone to listen to me and give me attention. Get a fucking dog. Oh my God. There's people out there with real, like, you know, emergencies and shit. Ugh. And then you're clogging up the fucking phone line because you want to hear that pimply face guy that works in the dispatch. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. That's fucking crazy. I mean, that's serious. It's a big deal. That's why you got arrested. Clogging up the line when there's people that actually have real emergencies and shit. When the ambulances... What, what happened? My ambulance. She had requested the Matsudo Fire Department to dispatch ambulances to her home between August 15th and May 25th of this year. When the ambulances arrived, she refused to be transported and said, I don't want to take an ambulance. I didn't make the call. You're in deep shit. <laughs> wow. Did you know that in 2013, Japanese police arrested another woman for calling them more than 15,000 times? Yeah, over a six-month period. And this one is news. <laughs> Think about that. This one, in a six-month period, 15,000 times. And that wasn't fucking news. 44-year-old woman. They went to her house 60 times before they arrested her ass. Police officials said her calls had no meaning... So she could just be too lonely. Now, this is a thing in Japan. I mean, people, that's, I guess that's a culture thing over there. Leaving, leaving, you know, living very, uh, what is, what's the word I'm looking for? Solitary lifestyles, very high emphasis on work and shit like that. We're human beings. We're not meant to do that. I'm not going to dog their culture or anything like that, but people are getting fucking desperate, obviously. But I say not all of her sandwiches were in the picnic basket. Maybe you should give her, you know, a bit of a test. Maybe, you know. Say, hey, what color is this? Well, look at this book here. And then write down some shit. Because I don't think she's... She's counting to potato. I just know it. And now for a scene that you didn't see in Heat. And no, it wasn't one of the cut scenes. It wasn't part of the director's cut. You ain't gonna see it. Why? Because that would have been stupid. This is from the New Times. Take a seat. Teller dupes a bank robber into waiting in the lobby until police arrive. Remarkable tales of the dumbest bank robber fucking ever. So much for a fucking getaway. I mean, last week, a man allegedly rolled up to PNC Bank in Hollywood with a plan to nab some fast cash. Instead of walking out with a bundle of scratch, he was hoodwinked into sitting in the lobby like a common customer while law enforcement weighed their way to the scene, according to an FBI affidavit. <laughs> this fucking brilliant 77-year-old walked into the PNC branch on Tyler Avenue with a polo shirt, gray shorts, and a white hat while carrying a white mesh bag. You know, because it's, you need to make sure the money can breathe, I guess. According to the affidavit located by New, <laughs> New Times in a court archive. <laughs> Went up, said, hey, give me the money. In fear, the victim bank teller pretended not to see the note, handed the bank withdrawal slip to Kelly. Kelly then stated, I'm not here for that. I'm here to rob you. In response, the teller pretended she was having... This is brilliant. Listen to this. Actually, it's not brilliant. This guy's a fucking moron. But teller, good job. You read this guy. You read this guy that he was counting to potato as well. Good job. Pretended she was having computer issues and asked Kelly to take a seat. Okay? So he did. 
Big bad bank robber went, okay, and went and took a seat. He was seen on PNC bank security footage, just sitting there, kicking his feet like a fucking toddler. Occasionally being like, I want the fucking cash. He's still doing the bank robber thing, but she told him to sit down, and he did. (laughs) And he sat there until the police came. It's not... (laughs) What a fucking idiot. I want to see a movie about that. I want Al Pacino to play that guy. (laughs) He was transferred to the FBI Miami field office for an interview. Waved his right to remain silent because, again, he's a fucking idiot. Admitted to entering the bank, demanding money by means of intimidation, and failing in his attempt to rob the bank. Not because someone went Rambo on him, because his own brain just kind of went fucking dial up. That's good. Good job, Teller. You better give her a fucking raise. Give her something. Let her rummage through the lost and found, at least. This is from NPR again. An otter. Cute little thing. Hello, otter. Oh, kisses. An otter in Santa Cruz has been hassling surfers and stealing their fucking surfboards. <laughs> That's awesome. It's one, by the way. It's not a bunch of them. It is one. An aggressive sea otter. <laughs> That's a fucking awesome band main band name. The aggressive sea otters. You can have that one for free. <laughs> Tell you what, if you start a band, I'm, I'm throwing this out there. If you start a band and release at least one album under the band name The Aggressive Sea Otters, I will put you on the highest Patreon tier for free. For life. Do it. If you release an album called the, and your band is called The Aggressive Sea Otters, I don't care what's on the album, release it. I'm talking release it, okay? Don't just fucking lay the record in your basement. You release an album with a band named The Aggressive Sea Otters, you will be a high, the highest tier patron for life for free. Fucking do it. Because <laughs> I just want, I want to see this exist. Anyway, an aggressive sea otter, not banned, actual otter, and California is hassling locals by riding boards that she stole from surfers in the lineup. <laughs> yeah, and the otter's riding the fucking thing. This is the coolest shit I've ever seen. Otter stole a surfboard and is just riding on it. This is great. <laughs> Steamer Lane is a legendary point break nestled along the rocky shores of Santa Cruz, home to swaths of tons of surfers. I mean, five-year-old female sea, uh, five-year-old female sea otter. She has a bit of a reputation now, confronting surfers, kayakers, stealing their shit, and using it. <laughs> this is awesome. I want a video. Not just pictures, but the pictures are fucking hilarious. That otter will get up there. Otters are not normally, you know, aggressive like this. But I'm seeing a picture right now of this otter, and this woman's floating on her board, like, looking at the otter. Otter's like, don't fucking move. <laughs> I'm serious. I've never seen an otter make that face before. I've never seen an otter look at that look like that before. Looking at that human being like, don't wiggle a fucking toe. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy. The otter hoists itself out of the ocean on the boards while surfers sit back in just pure fucking awe. She chewed on the boards, some of them, or first forced the surfers to surrender their boards altogether. <laughs> and it's making people laugh their asses off, yeah. But surfboards are expensive, man. 60-year-old Santa Cruz native and photographer, photographer, did I have a fucking stroke? Mark Woodward said he had photographed hundreds of otters over the years, but he's never seen anything like this. He's witnessed the otter bully surfers three times, 
in less than a week. Bully these surfers. And these people look like, okay, you ever see Monty Python on the Holy Grail? When um, Sir Lancelot goes to the wedding and he just starts fucking hacking up people for no reason. And they do those close-ups on, you know, or when the rabbit attacks, they do those close-ups on the faces, the reactions, you know, that's what this looks like. Very Monty Python, but it's real. It's like they're getting attacked by the fucking rabbit of Car Benog. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's unusual. Very unusual. I think it's adorable. The otter, he's just not putting up with any shit. He, uh, she, sorry, she, gotta use our pronouns. She wants to be a surfer. You know? She's hanging out with the other otters. They're like, I'm tired of doing otter shit. I want to be like... I don't know any famous surfers. I want to be the famous surfer of otters, you know. But I've never seen that look on an otter's face before. They're usually so cute. They're not known to be aggressive. Otter's like, bored, mine, move, you know, and just fucking starts riding it. <laughs> it's great. New wallpaper. This is from news.sky.com. Burger King, Thailand, stuns diners with a meatless burger filled with 20 slices of cheese. Yeah, you saw it on the internet. I know you did. And no, it's not fake. It is entirely real. <laughs> Cheese is sprinkled across many dishes in Thailand and across the world as well. But could this offering from the fast food chain be a step too far for some diners? It's a burger. And it has 20 slices of cheese in the middle. Oh my God. That's fucking... What are they going to call it? The Crohn's Burger? That shit's going to back you up? Oh my God. Your butthole's going to be stiffer than a fucking teenager on prom night. You're not going to shit for days. Burger King has introduced a new offering on its menu in Thailand. Meatless burger packed with 20 slices of American cheese. It's going to turn your fucking ass into a snare drum. The real cheeseburger is being offered at fast food chain locations across the country and drew a mixed response from customers. You don't fucking say. It's a pile of American cheese and two shitty pieces of bread. There's nothing... That's revolting. <laughs> oh my god. Ugh, my hemorrhoids are twitching. Some reports said branches of Burger King had to stop taking orders for deliveries to ensure they had enough stock to provide. This is for real. This is a real fucking thing. Promoting the product online and urge diners to show off when eating it. People are going to eat that? It's just a piece of bread with a million fucking pieces of cheese in the middle. That's fucking crazy. It's cheap, though. <laughs> the sandwich is about $2.41. Cheaper than a fucking Big Mac these days. But this is the thing. One customer recommended people should buy it and then separate the cheese to eat with bread in the morning. One customer figured out that it's actually cheaper than going out to the store buying two buns and a pack of cheese. It's cheaper. So some people are just buying it anyway, taking the cheese home. Smart. Yes. I mean, some people say this is a toasted cheese. Well, I mean, that's taking it to the fucking extreme. You know what that much cheese is going to do to your, like, inside meat? That's going to fuck your shit up. <laughs> Literally. No one dies of a bowel obstruction like Gaston. This is from Magnolia State Live. An armed eight-year-old carjacked a car, led cops on a chase in Alabama. Alabama? Alabama. Wow. Alabama police <laughs> say an armed eight-year-old who led police on a chase Tuesday before crashing into another vehicle had actually carjacked the fucking owner of the car he was driving. Eight years old. And I swear, my son was home. It wasn't him. Otherwise, I would not be fucking surprised. 
My son's 13, but this eight-year-old? <laughs> okay, anyway, I'm going to keep going. Montgomery police said officers were called to an address at West Fairview Avenue at approximately 11 a.m. Tuesday, upon investigation, learned that a child stole a victim's car at, not Nerf Point, Gunpoint. Well, they do make Nerf, you know what I mean. After obtaining the description of the car, police spotted the vehicle. <laughs> they needed a description of the car. Really? Why couldn't you just say, hey, dumb shit. I, I don't know what fucking car it is. Just look for an eight-year-old driving it. Do I have to describe the fucking car? Yeah. Go look for anything with four wheels and an eight-year-old. Then that's the one. <laughs> they needed a description of the fucking car. Oh, what color is it? Police spotted the vehicle driven by the armed eight-year-old and attempted to pull it over. Child did not stop. Police car eventually ran into... Wait, stolen car, I mean. <laughs> eventually ran into another vehicle. Once the car stopped, police detained the little shit and turned him over to the juvenile justice authorities. Little fucker's going to juvie. And you know what's funny? He's being charged with robbery, fleeing police, and illegally possessing a firearm. What's funny is they said exactly where he got the automobile, but it doesn't say where he got the gun. Yeah, it does not say where he got the fucking gun. That's kind of a need to know, don't you think? Where did he get said firearm, coppers? Doesn't say shit. That's kind of alarming. Anyway, the mystery. This is from the dailybeast.com. It's been a while, Daily Beast. Ooh, and there's an ad for flow on here. Meet Bundle Barbie. Ooh, she's wearing a pink um, progressive. You know, what, what do they call it? Uh, oh, you know, what the fuck is it called? You wear them when you barbecue. I'm a fucking moron. You know, she's it's a pink progressive thing that she's wearing. Flow. Oh, yes. Uh, anyway, this from <laughs> dailybeast.com. A gigantic fart derailed RFK Jr.'s New York City press dinner. This happened. Presidential hopeful Robert F. Kennedy Jr. threw a press dinner on Tuesday night that devolved into a shouting match between two old guys, a bizarre conflict which reportedly ended with a prolonged bout of flatulence. <laughs> Farting is funny. As replayed by a six-page rep page six reporter who was present, the mess started after a guest asked Kennedy a question about the environment. An innocent enough inquiry, you know, enraged uh, former gossip columnist Doug Deckert, the reportedly drunk whole host, you know, host of the whole fucking event. The climate hoax, he started yelling. His senile fucking screams drew the ire of his longtime friend, art critic, longtime Daily Beast contributor, Anthony Hayden Guest, you know him, who wasted no time condemning this fucking moron, telling him to shut up. But this guy, Deckert, was relentless. He continued to rant about the scam of climate change, and then... All of a sudden, he shouts, I'm farting. All the while, RFJ Jr. calmly watches the gaseous chaos unfold, laughing his ass off and barely able to contain it. He had to make a statement because of this. I apologize for using my flatulence as a medium of public commentary in your presence. I'm not getting punked here. This actually happened. Yeah, apparently it did. JFK's... <laughs> I mean, RFK, sorry. RFK Jr. is sitting there, barely able to contain his laughter. As most politics do end up, devolves into a fucking shouting match between two fucking old queefs who don't know what the hell's going on in their own fucking country. And somebody just starts, you know, fucking lava farting 
uncontrollably right there, and you put these fucking people in charge of your country, guys who can't control this shit, guys that are so fucking stupid, they have to go out and make a statement apologizing for farting during a meeting like it, getting fucking plastered, yelling at the other old queef across from the table, and almost shitting your pants. Do you remember when George Bush threw up on the prime minister? You remember that? That was awesome. I mean, these are the people we put in charge. George Bush. He decides, okay, you know what? I'm feeling a little funny. I'm, I think I might throw up. Let's throw up on the prime fucking minister of what was it? Was it Japan or China? Let me see. Uh, Japan. So George Bush, you could tell he starts feeling a little funny. So he decides, this was in January 8th, 1992, in front of the cameras, in front of God, in front of all creation, attending a banquet hosted by the Prime Minister of Japan. U.S. fucking President George Herbert Walker Bush starts feeling kind of funky. Vomits in the guy's lap. We put these people in charge here. And it's happening again. We have massive amount of farting going on at a fancy dinner party. These people are too old. They can't control themselves anymore. In other news, guess who's back? Yeah, our old buddy Florida Man. It's from CBSNews.com. Florida Man's double life is exposed in the hospital when his wife meets his fiance. Oh, shit. 2016, Jessica Devanini was dating Gregory Bender. Perfect name for a guy from fucking Florida. A successful hedge fund manager. Wow. Wow. <laughs> he managed something. Who lived near Orlando, Florida. Orlando. Did I say just say Orlando? Orlando, Florida. With Devananini. Didn't know at the time that Bender had been keeping a secret from her. The secret would be exposed while he was recovering from a medical procedure at a local hospital. What happened in that room would lead to events that would forever change lives. Now, uh, yeah, the wife ended up meeting his fiance. Oh, she's hot. <laughs> Is this the wife or the fiance? That's the wife? You fucking, you cheated on her? That fiancé better be... I don't see any pictures of the fiancé. Damn. Is it bad that I think to myself, what did the wife do? Like, was she a pain in the ass? Was she mean to him? Like, what was the deal? Or is this guy just a pig? Like, do I, is it bad that I think that? That what was... Because you never see the other side of it, you know? It's never good to cheat. If you're so fucking miserable, get out of it. Don't do that to her. Don't do that to yourself. Even if she's a piece of shit. Be a fucking man and cut it off if you're miserable. You know what I mean? There's no excuse for cheating. But don't you ever think, like, what's the other side of this shit, you know? But congratulations. You didn't get naked in the middle of a highway. You didn't do crack at 8 o'clock in the fucking morning. You didn't take bath salts. And you are now officially a Florida man. Congratulations. <laughs> Head fund manager demoted to Florida man in one day. Yeah. Hometownnewsnow.com. A stranger tries to shower outside with a hose naked. Another naked dude in public. Oh, this is getting good. I'm starting to like this episode now. A Michigan City man is accused of trying to take a shower with a garden hose naked outside another person's house. Not his. Somebody else's. <laughs> Are you sure this didn't happen in Florida? 
According to a Leporte County police officers on Friday were called to the 1800 block of Wellsnitz, we're just going to call it Dees Nuts Road, outside of Michigan City before sunrise. There, an 80-year-old woman reported a man whom she believed to be nude, which he ended up being nude, was trying to shower with her garden hose. Upon arrival, officers found the man was indeed naked. No water running for a shower, but you know what? He was showering anyway. Listen to this. He was holding the hose above his head, moving around the water like you do. Water wasn't coming out of the hose. Fuck. What was this guy on? Because <laughs> I want some. The individual, 41-year-old Reuben Penn, explained that he had sprayed himself with insect spray and his skin started burning. So he stopped to try and shower himself off with the garden hose. He, he replied, I'm sorry, I was in a panic. That would be fine. But guess what? He's been charged with public indecency before. <laughs> Class C misdemeanor. This was back in 2012. And he did it while high on cocaine. Sorry, buddy. It's just a little bit difficult to believe you. <laughs> I sprayed myself with some insect spray and it got on me. And I was like, this got to come off, man. You know, it's got to come off because it's going to like, it's going to burn. And then if you don't get the water on there, you know, but you know what the best kind of water is? Imaginary water, dude. I was like, fuck. <laughs> you know? That shit works. And then this old lady's like staring at me like she owns the place. <laughs> you fucking bitch. <laughs> this is from Yahoo News. Police rushed to a home to reports of a screaming woman. Only to find out it was a fucking parrot. Three... <laughs> what? <laughs> What the fuck did I just read? It's not supposed to be that funny. Maybe I'm just getting sleep happy. I thought this was one of the lesser funny articles. I just lost my shit. We'll throw some puns in there. Make it funnier, okay? Police swooped on a home. Oh, following reports of a screaming woman only to find out it was the owner's parrot making the noise. There was nothing foul going on. Ooh. Three police cars have been dispatched to the property in Cavney Island, Essex. Very, very middle class area. Very nice homes. Very high in the pecking order. Oh! I'll keep fucking doing it, too. They said they've been alerted to a possible incident at 1.50 p.m. on Tuesday involving a woman shouting for help by you know, a concerned neighbor. Found out it was a goddamn parrot. Bird keeper, retired policeman, <laughs> assured the officers that the noises were coming from the three-year-old birdie pet. Uh, Wood, this guy actually has 22 parrots. You have 22 parrots? I bet your house smells great. Recorded a video of the aftermath saying, I might be in a bit of trouble because no, you're, you're an ex-cop. You'd be fucking fine. That's great. Two officers who had attended Wood's home could be seen in the video laughing their asses off along with him. <laughs> and you see the parrot in the background just be like, what's going on? What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? Just looking like super inquisitive. Like, what, what, what the fuck are they here for? I was singing the song of my people, and these assholes show up. This, <laughs> this is from the Huffington Post. Hufflepuffleton! Nice to see you again. This is from the Hufflepuffleton. I am sleep happy. I was laughing at shit. It's not even fucking funny. Atlanta man attempts to rob a nail salon, and everybody just ignores him. Everybody get down. Give me all your goddamn money. Man shouted in surveillance footage. No one did shit. <laughs> Completely blowing this guy's mind. You can see it on his face. He's like, he think he looks like he just walked into the fucking twilight zone. Imagine what would I mean, anybody, not only this fucking crackhead, but imagine what would be going on in your mind. 
You go in a place to rob, you know? Give me all your fucking money, all this. You got a gun and everything. Everybody just doesn't do shit. That would fuck you up. A man's attempt to rob an Atlanta, and this is Atlanta too, nail salon last week didn't go as planned after the patrons basically fucking ignored him. The unidentified suspect with his hand in a bag as if he were holding a weapon stormed into the nail first salon last Monday demanding money. Even Although the man shouted, everybody get down, give me all your money. Nobody did a fucking thing. The salon owner decided it was okay to answer the phone during the attempted robbery. A customer called and the person at the desk answered the phone like nothing was going on. <laughs> Thank you for calling Penis Salon or whatever it's called. This guy looks completely fucking, his mind is blown. The humiliation appeared to be too much for this guy. <laughs> I don't blame him. Who left the salon in a sedan, okay? Lisa, Lisa Barrow, Lisa Barrow? A regular customer who was in the salon at the time of the attempted robbery told Waga, W-A-G-A, that the owner was indeed scared of the would-be robber, but didn't react because he didn't want his customers to worry. This was actually a pretty good tactic. I mean, <laughs> I love the look on this guy's face. He looks like Snoop Dogg after smoking like 37 joints. He's just like, uh, <laughs> it's fucking great. I love it. <sighs> in another piece of news, you'll be completely surprised it didn't happen in fucking Florida. Delaware man arrested for assaulting two state troopers and bit the canine <laughs> following a traffic stop. So they sent a canine unit after him, and he bit the dog. I bet that dog was feeling the same way as the guy that tried to rob the salon. Like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, bite a dog. <laughs> that dog be like, that's my job. You just completely blow his fucking mind. That dog's going to need some goddamn therapy. Delaware State Police arrested a man on Saturday... After officials say he assaulted two state troopers and bit the canine dog following a traffic stop. <laughs> that dog's going to be fucked up now. Officials say 47-year-old Jamal Wing of Wilmington, Delaware, was arrested for felony resisting arrest, assaulting troopers, and a DUI. Wow, we got a real fucking winner here. The incident began shortly before 2 a.m. 2 a.m.? 2 a.m. <laughs> You're fucking up officers biting dogs <laughs> And getting fucking wasted behind the wheel at 2 a.m. Wow. This makes my existence seem so boring. When a trooper saw a black 2021 Toyota Camry speeding southbound on Philadelphia Pike near Rolling Road, a trooper initiated a traffic stop and the Camry stopped in a nearby parking lot. Officials say the driver forcibly resisted arrest when troopers in a state police canine were detaining, detaining him. He fucking bites the dog. <laughs> Is the dog okay? Two troopers and the canine unit, yes, they did suffer injuries, but they'll be okay. Two counts of felony assault in the second degree on a police officer, felony assault in the first degree, law enforcement animal, cruelty to animal charge, felony third defense, <laughs> I'll keep going, felony third offense of driving under the influence of alcohol, two accounts of felony resisting arrest with force of violence, and one account, damn, one count of resisting arrest, criminal mischief, disorderly conduct, failure to have a required license, speeding in excess, I'm still going, and <laughs> failure to sign carry license. He was arraigned and committed to the Howard R. Young Correctional Institution on a $34,200 cash bond. Damn. Listening to all those charges, that's major in Delaware. I mean, huge. In Florida, they just call that shit Friday. All right, guys, that's all we got. <laughs> Take care of yourselves. <laughs>
And remember to go on Asylum817.com. That's Asylum817.com for all things no disclosure related. All the social med links are there, as well as the link to get to our Patreon account, where you can get everything from bonus episodes, giveaways at certain tiers, ad-free episodes, all kinds of shit. So check it out. Shout out to the patrons, by the way, the Kunkel Homestead YouTube channel, Donald Haynes, David Peterson. I appreciate your faces. I appreciate your fucking asses, your nipple. All of you, goddammit. I do, but seriously. If you want to support the show in just a little bit of an extra way, check out the patron. Patreon. Patreon? Yeah, because if you sign up, then you would be a patron. The website's called Patreon. Fucking dumbass. I'm an idiot. Sign up for Patreon. I guarantee there's something on every tier that you that would that would twist your nipples that you would find fancy. Go check it out. If you want to support the show just a little bit more, please. I'm not gonna beg. <laughs> I'm not gonna beg. No, I won't. Anyway, guys, I'll catch you later, all right? Thank you for listening again. Thanks to this week's sponsors. I appreciate you. And that's it. Bye-bye, my babies. I love you all. And be fancy. Whew. Man. That's a lot of charges that guy got. No one gets felony assault like Gaston. No one gets felony third offense driving under influence alcohol like Gaston. No one gets two counts of felony resisting arrest like Gaston. I'm especially good at masturbating. I already said that, right? I already said the masturbating thing. Well, <laughs> Gaston's pretty good at it. He's pretty good at it. He's not good at much. But man, when he gets a rolling... <laughs> It's one of those things, you know what I mean? When the house is rocking, don't bother knocking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody does it like Gaston. I got some fucking problems. I need to call my therapist. Fellow human beings, fellow podcast listeners, fellow just anybody, lend me your orifices. No, that is not what I'm talking about. I I got plenty of that at home. I want to let you know that I am selling ad space on the show. You hear my voice right now? Do you hear that? This could be you, or this could be me talking about you. Yeah, check out in the description from this podcast going forward. I'm selling ad space on the show. You want to talk about your brand? huh? You want to talk about your YouTube channel, your Etsy page? Do you make handmade glass dildos in your basement? Right here, you can advertise on No Disclosure. Check out the Fiverr link in the description below. It's going to be attached to every episode going forward. This could be you. So instead of just listening to me all the time, or if you want to hear about yourself, because everybody likes that, then uh, check me out on Fiverr. Little as five bucks. Then, uh, you know, you could make a script on the show. We'll advertise your brand. Whenever this is it, you know, advertise on podcast, man. This is the way to go. I'm here to take down fucking radio, okay? I'm here to slay it. Why don't you be a part of that? But I get it. You run a small business, you know, it, it, the things are expensive. It's expensive to manufacture, expensive to buy. You got to pay the bills. And I know you're doing more than just blowing glass down there. So put an ad on No Disclosure. Check out the Fiverr link below. Advertise yourself. Be fancy with me and let's create something awesome together. Back to the program, baby.